We are live now. Um, so welcome everyone to today's uh, episode three, I believe we're on now with Goldilocks. In today's episode, we're going to be telling IRL ghost stories. So, you know, um, paranormal stories that we've experienced, you know, in our own lives, etc., etc. Um, today we have with us Danny, of, as usual, Hi. <laughs> my partner in crime. Uh, we have Dakiza, uh, KK, and Nevea, and uh, there might be someone else that might jump in too, just to ooh, ooh and ah at us, just for funsies. Um, but, yeah, so, welcome everyone to today's episode, and we thought it would be fun for episode three to just kind of tell some real-life ghost stories. Everyone always loves real-life ghost stories, so. Uh, we're going to start with uh, Dakiza. Dakiza, am I ever saying your name wrong? I, I feel no, like you're, you got it. It's am not I, a okay. real word. I'll respond to anything that sounds remotely close, but Dakiza is how I say it. <laughs> All right. That's, that's how I am with my name. I'm like, you can just, just whatever's close to my name. You know, people call me like, all sorts of weird things like floor and stuff i'm like sure yeah. whatever i'm, I'm I've, I've gotten kiza dekaiza like a lot of people don't know how to say they don't know how to say it and then say it the way i say it the first time and i'm like yeah you got it you're fine <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but yeah we're gonna start with dekiza because she has a bit of a sore throat and don't want to keep her too long if she's not feeling well but i appreciate uh, it some of you may know her from GTA. She plays uh, the little paranormal ghost hunter lady that, that does tarot. She has the um, shop, although, well, 4.0, no pixel. Uh, R.I.P. To work her way back up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's fine. It's a telemarketer. Um, <laughs> All right. Um, so, Dakiza, whenever you want to begin, you can go ahead and tell us one of your stories. Yeah, I'm actually sitting in the same room that this happened in, so I still live in the house I grew up in, and this house is over 100 years old, and my entire life growing up, we've been like, there's something about this house. Like, my dad and sister still say, we don't know if ghosts are real, but this house is haunted. Um, particularly the basement, you just sort of, like, feel that something's down there, but I'm upstairs, I'm... Uh, I, I've basically li lived in the, like, top floor. That's always been where my room is. A few years ago, um, my sister was back from college, and she was sleeping downstairs, and she was staying over with her cat, and it was the middle of the night. I woke up, and I'd been trying to get back to sleep for, like, an hour, but no matter how hard I tried, I just couldn't get back to sleep. Now, my mattress is on the floor, and so if somebody walks around or walks up the stairs, I can feel it happen. And mm -hmm. so I felt somebody walk up the stairs. I'm like, that's weird. It's like 3 a.m. Who the hell is walking up the stairs? And I just don't react to it because I'm a little tense. And so eventually I feel them walk over to where my side is and stop. And so I open my eyes and I look up and I see a figure standing at the foot of my bed. It kind of looks like the rough shape of my sister. So at first I just think, oh. what the fuck is my sister doing up here? And, and my brain is like, maybe she's just looking for her cat. And so I say my sister's name 
and the figure doesn't respond. It's just staring at the foot of my bed at one of the corners. And um, when it doesn't respond, I sort of sit up. I get up on my shoulders and sort of sit myself up. And I say her name again louder in case you didn't hear me the first time. Still no response. At this point, I'm getting a really weird vibe. And so I go, I say her name one more time. And then I go, can you please respond to me? I'm starting to think you're a ghost. And then that's when it finally, I watch and as it starts moving, I feel a chill run down my body from like the top of my head to the bottom mm. of my feet as it slowly sort of looks up at me and its face towards to move me. And I'm like, oh, this doesn't have a face. It has no oh. definable features. Oh, it is just shit. some sort of shadow sort of being, but it's like physically there. And as soon as like the face is like looking at me head on, it's like somebody turns down the opacity as I watch it just vanish into thin air. Um, Holy shit. And why, it was there like the whole time. Even it, when you sat up and everything, it stayed. Yeah, absolutely. Oh um, I wasn't, I still wasn't afraid. I just sort of had this weird feeling until the moment I could not see it anymore. The moment I could not see it, I got really, really afraid. And I like went from my phone and I turned on the light. And I looked and I saw I had a missed call from my sister. And so I freaked out and I called her because I thought she was dead. And because oh. oh, I was because yeah, I was fair. still like, it looked kind of like my sister. Yeah. But like, I couldn't make out what she like was wearing or anything. And so I called her and she picked up and I, she was like, I was like, what's what's going on? What's wrong? And she's like, sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I called you. I was looking for the HBO password. And I'm like, you bitch, you get up here right now. <laughs> I need you to come upstairs right now so I can confirm you're alive. And I'm like shaking when she comes up and she's just staring at me like I'm a crazy person. Oh no. Like I didn't fully just see a ghost and then she goes back downstairs. And yeah. Um, and kind of tangentially, I my, my mom's friend has like a psychic and so my mom told the story to her friend and they insisted that like I talk to the psychic and so I did over zoom and um the psychic and I talked for a bit and I sort of came to a weird realization as he was describing something about how he used to see spirits and the way he described it reminded me of when I was younger I used to just see things and anytime I would say that I'd get, oh, you have such an active imagination. Kids oh, have such God. active imaginations. Yeah. And I'm like, I physically saw the back half of a lion in my basement, and I ran upstairs screaming because I thought I was going to get eaten. And you thought that was my imagination? Like, mm. I I would see things up until I was in eighth grade. I remember the moment it stopped. Um, a weird sort of thing happened and I got really mad because I had seen something that wasn't there and the the psychic was like you were probably seeing like spirits of some kind and then you closed the veil because of that one incident that you got angry because it didn't happen again after that and so maybe it was something trying to get through the walls I had put up then hmm. yeah yeah, like, I, I think that people that can see spirits from a young age, we do tend to, like, close the veil because we start getting pretty much told we're being weird or whatever, right? Yeah, I got really embarrassed and I was in eighth grade, so I got yeah. really mad. 
Yeah. Uh, do you think that it was a spirit or do you think it was like a mimic or something because it like looked like your sister? When my sister came upstairs, I realized that it didn't look that much like my sister. It was weird. Like oh, the moment okay. I actually saw her, it was a little bit shorter than her. It just also had like long hair like her and it looked roughly. So I don't know if it was going off of like my memory of her and trying to use that as a shape. Mm hmm. But it was well, sometimes our brains like try to our brains try to logic things, right? So it, right, it may yeah. have been doing that, like, oh, this must be her, because who else? Would I it think, be? I think it was a spirit, because like I said, mm. this house, this house is haunted. I'm also pretty sure there's a ghost cat that lives here, but that's a different topic. <laughs> um, I have different reasons for that, but just like I said, the basement especially. You just, if you're down there for too long by yourself, especially when I was younger, you just get this overwhelming feeling. And I've lived my entire life in this house feeling like I'm being watched. All of the time, mm. I feel yeah. like I'm being watched. And it's it's a weird feeling. And you've been here your whole life in this house, or? Yes. Oh, I'm hoping to move out soon, unfortunately. But the my whole life, I've since I was two years old, has been in this house and just anytime I'm alone there's just sort of this creeping feeling that I am being watched mm. yeah I mean I lived in a couple hundred houses maybe two but yeah like you do feel like that it's it's very unnerving so I totally get that mm. being there your whole life that's 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 rough um so is it just like your family lived in that house or was it a generational home or no it's uh, my parents moved into this house when i was two and we just stayed in this house no oh no i was kind of wondering because you said uh, the entity or whatever looked like your sister i was wondering you know a past relative maybe just lingering about yeah my parents didn't grow up in the state that i live in they both moved here oh. from different states so we don't the only family that lives here wouldn't have had any generational homes to pass on but that would be cool mm. if it was someone i was related to right um i mean it could have been too it could have been like a guardian angel like sometimes they're like old relatives right that decide to stick around and keep an eye on everyone but if it's Possibly. looking for something that's it felt oh. like it was looking for something that night and I, I, my assumption that was my sister looking for her cat. And I was like, I don't know why right. you're looking up in my room for your cat at 3 a.m. <laughs> that feels right. like a weird choice on you, but it's the only maybe thing my brain could come up for, with. Maybe it was looking for the ghost cat. Like <laughs> Maybe it was looking for the ghost cat. <laughs> maybe that was it. Goddamn ghost cats around here somewhere. <laughs> Well, because, like, uh, I mean, there's no scientific basis for this, but a lot of people say mimics, um, you can't see their face, like, they don't have a face, and they usually hide mm -hmm. their face from people. So, like, there's also that. But usually mimics are trying to, like, guide you somewhere. And right. Sound this like that this was that. more, like, almost ignoring me. And it yeah. it was it was too much of a shadow, I think, to be a mimic, because it didn't have any features. It didn't have a face, because it didn't have any features. It was right. just the rough shape of a person. It could have even just been some kind of like um, uh, residual haunting. Like mm -hmm. it's not really a ghost that's not really there. Like it's just sort of an, a situation repeating itself in history. Like sometimes that happens at a lot of places. Quite too. possibly, but 
again, it responded yeah. to me when I called it out for being a oh, ghost. Oh, it did? Oh. I, oh, I said, that's when it moved, hey, could you right? respond to me? Because I'm starting to think you're a ghost. And that's when it moved. The audacity of that. Okay. Bitch. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. It's like, you. God damn it. You think Call I'm a, a what now? <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? For shame. Oh. Man, I'll have you know. Oh, God. That is. No. That's. That's like the main reason I have a pet is because. Like, I get those, like, weird, like, something feels like it's on the bed, or, like, you hear something, mm -hmm. and you're like, yeah, it's the pet. Like, uh, that's what I always tell myself, right? You know, like, <laughs> if I don't have a pet, I'm like, I start to, like, freak out about it, and a lot of times it's not my dog. Mm -hmm. <laughs> my that's, dog is not there. That's why, that's why I'm pretty sure there's a ghost cat here, is because I'll feel, I've always, I've had cats for years, I've got two right now. And I'll feel like a cat brushing up against my leg and I'll look down and there's no cat there. Or oh, I'll be I laying in bed that. and I feel the um I feel the weight of a cat sitting yeah, there. Yeah, that's what it and is. And then I you look the up weight. and the, and as soon as I look up to see what cat it is, the weight is gone because there's no cat there. Yeah. I wonder if it's like our old pets or something that might be sticking around because I have felt that like where it felt like some an animal brushed by my leg and there was nothing there. And I, I often think feel they like stick around. Yeah, I often feel like yeah. there's a, an animal in my bed when there isn't one there. Like happens a lot to me. So. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I saw the ghost cat one time because I turned around fast enough. I had a weird experience where I thought I saw a cat in the corner of my eye and I turned around. There was like a really big sort of ghostly black cat that sort of vanished. And I wasn't really sure if it was in my mind's eye or if it was really there. But I, at that point, I hadn't lost any cats. At that point, none of my cats were dead. So I don't think this particular cat is a past cat of mine. It might have been a past cat of like my mom's because I haven't really felt it much since she moved out. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Because it might be following her around, right? Mm-hmm. Quite possibly. Yeah, that makes sense, too. Yeah. Weirdly, the one person here who's like, this house isn't haunted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Danny, I didn't see that you gifted that set. Thank you for gifting. Sorry. <laughs> Just no, you're fine. You're fine. I the, <laughs> the tail end of that. <laughs> um... Okay, so we'll do next ghost story. So what we're doing is we're doing one ghost story each, and then we'll see how much time we have left, and then we'll just like do the rounds over again, and people can pull another right. ghost story up. So. I'm I'm gonna head out because okay. I'm trying not to talk much today, but I heard yeah. ghost stories, and I'm like, I got one. <laughs> so. Feel better. Oh, thank you for yeah. Coming. Feel better. Yeah. Have a good no, night. It's a good Bye. story. It's interesting. Bye. Take care. All right. Uh, who wants to go next? KK or Nevea? Let's go. I don't know what story to start with, so Nevea. <laughs> You're on the spot. <laughs> All eyes I see. <laughs> I see. Um, okay. Uh, so many, many, many years ago, um, lived with my family, my mom, and my siblings. So there's a total of five of us. We moved into this house. And I think this is where. A lot of my family kind of realize, hey, there's something here. Um, and it would have been like just multiple layers of different 
feels like. Um, in my bedroom, I had this grandfather figure because he would take stuff. And it'd be like, haha, I got your stuff. And I'd be like, haha, I need it. <laughs> it's like, can you return it to me? And I will always ask. And, you know, I'll get it back like 20 minutes later. Um, very helpful spirits um, when we first lived there. And it's like, because, uh, you know, trying to get uh, to work and stuff, I would set my alarm. And there'd be times where all of a sudden, you know, sleep on my side and I'll feel my shoulder push a little bit mm. and then I kind of like thinking like okay what's that and I turn around and I look at my alarm and I didn't set it so they wake me up about anywhere between five to ten minutes before my alarm is supposed to wake me up and I always thank them and there was mm. also yeah so they were very helpful <clears throat> and there's also times where um, we all know the creaks and the groans of our house um, you know we hear like little tiny little snaps or when we walk creeks and all that stuff um same thing they would snap my house and i will wake up and again oh my alarm clock didn't get set <laughs> thank you um yeah so it was, it was very interesting i mean there's multiple stories but the one i really want to tell is um uh one of my friends who lived in a house um at first she didn't tell me but, you know, stay the night at her house. And she goes, hey, just to let you know, the house is haunted. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. And she thought I'll freak out. I was like, no. I said, you know, I, I live with some some uh, spirits. And um, she didn't tell me, like, too much. She just says that sometimes things happen here and there. So that's fine. And slept. Um, I know it took me like a couple hours because you know how like sometimes when you're in a house or apartment or like you're somewhere else it kind of like you're trying to adjust your, your sleeping and yeah. I I'm just like kind of there awake and I felt I felt something near me and I said I'm just trying to sleep and then it was gone mm-hmm <laughs> Um, next day, uh, went to my house. It was like probably late, you know, and just like, oh, I'm tired, we're going to bed. And the odd part was, is entering into my house and I just felt the energy just almost chaotic. And I was like, you know, you know, basically like what's going on and stuff. And so when I went to bed, I when I woke up and my house snapped. I mean, it was super going, and it did the like five times in a row. And I'm like, you know what? What? I'm not working. I don't work. You know. And then I was like, okay, you know, it's, they usually kind of do that when uh, the owner would come, uh, especially the the old lady. They did not like her. <laughs> they did not. The owner, the actual who owns the house, was was a guy, and he was elderly, and he was like sweet as a button. And but there was just something different about that. So um, I would say like months later, um, got invited to her house again, and I was going to um, be helping. Uh, she introduced me to this one guy who was doing some film work. You know, it was like little uh, scary 
uh, movies and stuff, and I got to help out. So we actually went to like multiple places, and some of these places are haunted. Um, old military bases, some houses that have been abandoned. There's been places I go, nope, I am not going in there. No, <laughs> I'm staying out here. There's just energy I don't like. Mm-hmm. And you know, went home, nothing. I was fine, right? Yeah. Um. Then they had like a huge casting party at her house, and um, you know, we got to know each other. Also during that time, even though we did some film work, but just like basically just hang out, right? We did that for three days. First day was um, my friend telling like the story, like, "Hey, this is haunted." I have an Ouija board. Let's let's see if we can contact. And I'm like, before I do this, I need to ground myself. Let, let me, you know, do this. And this other girl who was like, I need to do the same thing. And I said, do you also like sense? She goes, yeah. And, and then me and her got to talk before we did the Ouija board. And I kind of oh. looked at her, yeah, I said, I said, have you been in this house before? She's like, no. I said, I went to the backyard once and I said, I did not like it. She goes, I've been to the backyard today and I just felt something. I walked in and I go, okay. And me and her were talking. We didn't say anything out. She And I said, I kind of pointed to like this tree line and her house was basically like just a huge uh, acres Um, there was like a row of trees very tall I said I between those trees there's something there she goes yeah I I don't know what I said it just I just don't like it and I said I don't know if I want to do this (laughs) you know and so we just yeah. talked a little bit. Yeah. I'd be iffy about it too. Yeah. So I was just like, and, and the one thing is I had my, my, uh, my jewelry on the, the give me positive vibes and all that stuff. So we, um, we sat around, it was like four of us and there was like a tw- at least 15 people. So there's four of us doing the, the, the Ouija board. And so we stuck our, you know, our fingers there and relax and stuff. And they asked the questions. You know, you know, was anybody there? And they, they jolted to yes. Um, how many? And then jolted to two. And then all of a sudden, between me and this girl, we were like, ah. And I hope doesn't trigger anybody, but we said children. Oh. And then it went to yes. And then that instant... I felt little fingers on top of my hand, mm. like basically like moving and trying to guide it. Oh, and then, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's always unnerving when they touch you. Like It's just very uncomfortable. Yes. And I said, and I looked at my hand and I go, look, and you can see the indentations where the fingers were as it was moving. Oh. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, I yeah, mean, no, I'm not 
yeah it's like i mean you know like the whole like people like put flour out and then they they see like the the footprints or the hands yeah. on like cars and stuff that was on my hand and mm. and then to further the question um how do i say this um basically they told us it was too early for them and they won't go outside they won't go they won't go outside that's fair yeah yeah they felt safer in here yeah there might have been like spirit eaters in in the Mm -hmm. uh forest oh yeah and i said is there is it a man and it went to yes i said it was it is it near those trees yes and then i was like and then all of a sudden me and this girl just uh, our our eyes started watering just tearing just like waterfalls and i said i need to stop this i need to close this just just the questions and so we stopped and I looked past the trees and I said, nope, I can't look that way again. I can't because I mm-hmm. saw something. After that, you know, just to get that out of our system, just to kind of like have fun and stuff. I, like I said, we stayed there for three days, you know, doing stuff, of course, like, you know, filming, coming back. I had a total of probably two hours of sleep in three days. Mm-hmm. When I went home, I said, I am so sorry. I am, I like just out loud. I am so sorry. Now I know why you don't want me over there. Mm-hmm. And they basically cracked the house again. And ever since then, I never went back. Oh, wow. Okay. So, like, something didn't follow you back, but you're. Your place just kind of like recognized like the things that your house just recognized some bad energy was touching mm-hmm. you or something like be careful yeah, yeah. i mean yeah. my oh yeah i mean my house at that time um i was slowly protecting it anyway i bought gargoyles i had different statues um just spiritual things i did bless the four corners I made sure that the spirits in our house was also safe because the fact it's like, um, this is their house. I'm in it. We're in it. We're living in it. And just to make sure that we are, we're good, you know? Um, but yeah, um, that, that experience will always be with me. Um, and knowing that they were getting upset because of, like you said, like the bad energy. They don't want anything over here. Heck, I didn't even watch. I love watching scary and ghost stories and, you know, hauntings and all that stuff. I did not watch it in this house because I didn't want to get them any ideas. <laughs> That's right. how, you know. You know. Minds, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Trust me. It's like, yeah. No, it's okay. Um, but yeah, that, that's, that is one of many uh, stories I have, but yeah, there you go. 
Mm. God. No, that gave me chills. Any, like, child-feeling entity or whatnot, or one that you can... just Basically, shows himself as a child, just automatically, my heart just... I can't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. yeah, it was in. It was a boy and a girl. Well, and some, um, you know, Native Americans believe that I, this is like goes way back, and it's not just ghosts, right? There's other things out there, and one of the things can be like spirit eaters, and mm-hmm. they'll go after spirits that are stuck here. So, like sometimes a spirit will enter a home because the spirit eaters can't get inside homes, right? Mm-hmm. So they enter mm-hmm. home and they'll that'll be their new home just because if they go outside they're gonna get eaten. Yeah, right? so even sticking around a graveyard, they can you know, yeah, safer or in sticking their grave. around a graveyard. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it, just things like that to kind of keep away from the other bad things that are out there, right? So sometimes like sometimes it's not good to just like push a spirit out of a home. It's better to like help them pass on because you don't know what's out there. Like you push those two children's spirits out and they'll probably get eaten by whatever the fuck mm-hmm. is in the forest, right? And yeah. that's where, like, a lot of people don't don't really do the legwork. Like, you see a lot of these, like, ghost hunter shows, and they're, like, they just cleanse the house with, with sage, mind you, which doesn't actually cleanse the house and doesn't force any spirits out. Mm-hmm. Um, it just puts them to sleep for a bit, that's all. They're nice sensitive. It's, yeah. it's okay. Yeah, it's just, like, hey, NyQuil. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's just one of those things. Like, I know that years later, um, the parents had to... Uh, sell the house so I don't know what else happened to it or what happened in that but yeah I just I, I couldn't go back um, no, no. that's one of the things too <clears throat> if you get the feeling and you're in a place and it doesn't feel right it doesn't matter how close you are to the people that live there don't go in there that feeling is there for a reason mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah I was watching I'm kind of curious what state that was in that your story's in, but I can't remember. So it doesn't matter right now, but I can't remember. There's a specific state, like there's a a city that's like, it's not city, whatever town, but it's like a forest town. There's this forest. I got to find the name of it. But the, all the residents live there. You don't go out after dark and you don't look into the trees because there's shit that's in these like it's a dense like old forest right Mm -hmm. and like there's all these stories i was watching the special on it which i'm horrible with names so of course i don't remember the name of it but i'll have to find (laughs) it um but it kind of reminds me of what everyone was saying in the special like they're like don't look in the trees like you can look at the trees but don't look in the trees right Mm -hmm. because it'll pull you in or it'll follow you and Mm -hmm. also if anything sounds like it's like far away anything weird sounds like it's far away it's actually really close to you and if anything sounds close to you it's actually far away from you um and pretty much all the residents just don't go out at night like it's just a thing none of them go out at night because of the forest and it's not just spirits and shit like the creepy shit it's definitely not near me <laughs> definitely yeah, not i can't remember the name of the place i have to try to find it i watched so many of these films too i can't remember yeah I, that to be honest i'll be uh definitely um interesting uh to actually find out but and also to be like yeah let's not go there <laughs> yeah. yeah like uh, i don't know if you guys seen there's like a video it's on a lot of youtubes where like it's like cctv camera and it looks like there's like this ghostly kind of figure walking and then beside it, it looks like a weird humanoid figure on all fours but like an animal face but it's like very pixelated 
I don't know if I have to find the clip. But that's from that. that. It's from that forest. And I just like, I was watching a special on this forest. And it's like, no, this is from here. I'm like, oh, shit. I've seen that clip everywhere. I have to Mm -hmm. try to find it for you guys. Yeah, movie time. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm down. We'll kick back and watch the, you know, real life scaries. Yeah. Let's do that next. As long as y'all cuddle me afterwards, it's perfectly fine. (laughs) Honestly, if you want like a good scare to sit, like, Nuke's top five is honestly the best paranormal. Like, a lot of his stuff is like, he's like, well, I'm pretty sure it's fake, right? But he's really good at presenting the stories to be super creepy. And when you watch his shit, like, you'll be creeped out. And you, even though the majority of it's like fake, he's still really good at creeping you out with his like narration and stuff. I recommend watching his stuff. That's super fake, but here, let me freak you the fuck out. All right, guys. <laughs> Dear God Almighty. Just like put on his playlist sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his voice is really good. His narration is good. And he picks out like videos that either look real. Like there's ones that seem real. And then there's ones that like look pretty real. But you're like, nah, that can't be real. But he doesn't put on the ones that are like clearly not paranormal. Like mm-hmm. if you watch Slapped Ham, he has a lot of ones that are like, dude, that's, that's not Person, person running past where she going ooh <laughs> that's all I can think I'm sorry <laughs> I need to sleep uh, um, alright so KK it is now your turn to tell the story well do you want Okinawa or do you want New Mexico cause I have both I say the o- Okinawa one okay. and also describe or do you know how ghost hunters like do you know how they handle ghosts there like the custom um no i actually don't okay this so is the just custom, stuff we experience I'll just like i'll just introduce it because i find the okay. customs very fascinating for each ghost hunter across the I, world i do know a little bit like their spirits they have a holiday called oban where like people you're, you stay off the beach you don't go to the beach you don't go in the water because the spirits are coming from the water right yeah so they're um you swear at the spirits when you're a ghost hunter you swear and you yell at them and tell them to fuck off and like your mother's a you know (laughs) you know and like that is that is their like way of like like here it'd be like i don't know someone starts fucking reciting the bible or something there Mm -hmm. is yelling and in the middle east it's uh kicking down doors and saying the allah like prayer the kick kick doors they all kick doors in the middle east i love watching the different ghost hunters because they all have like it's like a thing so in okinawa sorry am i saying that right um, okinawa yeah yeah so they would be like you, you gotta swear at the ghosts if you're ghost hunting if you run into a ghost you gotta be really like rude and crass and swear at them. interesting but yes tell your story because those those are the craziest stories i find honestly so the my friend's apartment was very haunted and then my house was semi-haunted she lived on base and i lived off um but really anywhere you went on the island there was some sort of ghost story or something getting haunted um but my friend yes okinawa is an island oh okay okay it's it's considered the hawaii of japan um that's fair and like a lot of world war ii shit went down there people hiding in caves and killing it's very dark very dark history um 
but my friend's apartment she lived in an apartment tower complex on the base oh and um, one second fyi everyone kk is um an ex-military yes. veteran i don't know yeah. air force veteran. <laughs> just to give some just to give some um background <laughs> good idea um yeah so their apartment we would hear like a little kid running around upstairs on the in the apartment above them but like 10 o'clock at night 11 o'clock at night and there was no one like with kids above them i think they found out um if you were in their kitchen you were always you had a feeling of being watched and then their walls started bleeding at one point Ooh. yeah like i i went and saw it like it was actual blood it was really weird um, and then the last thing that happened that was really memorable was that in their apartment, they like we had all been hanging out and someone had finished their, I think it was a Coke, red can. They finished their can of soda and it was just sitting on the table. The AC was like not running or anything. This can tilted on its side and sat there for like a solid minute before it fell over. Normally, like an empty can, it's going to roll a little side to side. It did not roll. It just flopped and stayed put oh it was like on tipped on its side and it just yeah it's it stood sideways for like a couple seconds and then it was flat on the side yeah Yeah, it was it was very creepy but like that apartment like it yeah so the blood from the like was it bleeding out of the walls or like what was it the, there was just blood on the walls, like it dripping down the wall at one point. Did they move out, or like what would they do? Uh, they stayed there until he, they divorced, and he got her husband, ex-husband, got orders to a different base. But yeah, they stayed there. Would have been creepy. I don't know if I. Could I would have been her. like, no, I can't. Yeah. Yeah. My walls are bleeding, man. I need I need to live somewhere else. <laughs> but really, like any of the apartments, you'd have lights turning on and off. You'd have crazy stuff. Like there's, they closed, or they demolished a house next to the base uh, childcare center because like kids would throw toys over the wall and the toys would get thrown back at them. And this is an empty, deserted house. And there's like stories about how like the family that had it was like the commander's house at one point like they all like just left in the middle of the night and would not go back in the house oh, wow. and then at, at like after that point they moved out and no one lived in it it was deserted for like 10 years people would go in and do like ghost hunting and then eventually they demolished it oh, wow. yeah that's crazy yeah they're because they're, they're very spiritual like japan and china mm-hmm. um Korea too, like they're very spiritual, right? Uh, anyone who follows like the Buddhist kind of stuff, mm-hmm. I've seen like a lot of videos and um, things like that. And, like, there's some crazy like ghost hunting stuff online where like houses are just abandoned in like yeah. China or Japan, and the ghost hunters are going in and there's like food still left out, like there's bags of rice, there's still like a prayer area things like that and it's fucking crazy like there was like a hotel in okinawa that was being built that they like stopped just left everything and would not go back oh because of the spirits and stuff 
I think so. Yeah, like too many bad accidents in the spirits. Oh, man. I have heard of that. Like, they take it a little bit more seriously, I think. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas I feel like here, like here, if you tried to um, stop working on a construction project because you think it's haunted, like in North America, they're just going to laugh at you and hire someone else. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> No. Yeah, um, it's taken more seriously. I find over there, like people are more scared of spirits. Even in Mexico too, they're they're very spiritual too. Oh yeah. Oh yes, they are. Dia de las Muertos. Mm-hmm. I want to go for that. I want to go for that too. Do you know about the monarchs as part of that? It sounds familiar. So the monarchs hatch like. Like, we have a bunch of monarch sanctuaries where I live. So, there are a bunch of them hatch, like in Canada. I think there's some uh-huh. that hatch in the States. As mm-hmm. soon as they hatch, they begin their journey to Mexico. And by the time they hit Mexico is around the Day of the Dead. So, there's like a whole butterfly ceremony thing, too. And oh, wow. it like that, like, it's like the intro to the Day of the Dead. And I just think it's really that's fascinating that the monarch- monarchs make like that whole journey. Like, that's immediately as they hatch, that's where they go. And I think it's crazy. That is. Yeah. But the kids are really cute and you can find like pictures of them in little butterfly costumes and stuff and it's really adorable. (laughs) My heart. All right. Danny, do you want to go next or? Um, yeah. Give me a second. (laughs) No worries. Take your time. Mama's got to prep. Got to have that uh, vice lit and all that. Um, I don't really have a singular story. It's just like instances throughout my life. Like I, I sincerely think I'm haunted. Like mm-hmm. just me myself, which is possible. A person can have a personal haunting and everything. Just, uh, it's always been like an aspect of any situation or whatnot. It shouldn't have happened. Like somehow or another. Like I'd either get out of a situation unscathed with there's no rhyme or reason whatsoever to I would just be injured no rhyme or reason whatsoever. I think the best example oh we can start at the beginning you know I've already talked about like Whitney's my daughter's toys going off and stuff in the house and I take the batteries out I'd move them and then the toys would be right back where I left them batteries out and going off yeah that shit always creeps me out Uh uh-huh so we finally left that first house and we ended up going to this uh trailer i was the queen of my single white trailer and it wasn't bad at first just bumps here and there and i was like okay you know it's just a place settling that's fine and then it got to the point that i would start hearing like i was petting my hair i was brushing my hair and i could feel someone (laughs) just like my hair was moving not where i was brushing it like i put the brush down and it was just my hair was moving Mm. and i could just hear somebody like god yeah your hair is so beautiful you're so beautiful i'm I'm turning around like the fuck's going on here oh i'm losing my mind that's fine and then my daughter (laughs) she'd be out playing or she'd be in her room and stuff and she came running in and she's like mommy this little girl keeps poking me when i'm trying to jump her but she's messing me up and it's making me mad Oh my. And I'm, I'm just looking at her. I'm like, mm. there's no little, no, no, you're fine. Just tell her to quit. Just tell her to quit. She goes in her room. She's like, okay, I will. She comes back out and she's like fuming mad. She's like, she won't stop. She keeps poking me. She keeps, you know, taking my jump rope and it's really making her mad. So I was like, well, just do it in the kitchen. Jump rope in the kitchen. Don't go in your room or anything. I go in there and literally just, you could see it. Just like, she's trying to jump rope and it's like her arms getting yanked out of the way. 
Mm. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Um, instances. Uh, it was actually when I first met one friend of mine. I I have horrible health problems, <laughs> and one of I have a history of TIA, uh, trans ischemic attacks, which is like mini strokes. I guess the best way of putting it. Right. And I thought I was having one of those. So I was like, okay, guys, I'm going to, you know, my computer's right by my bed because I'm a lazy little shit. And I was like, I'm going to lay here and I'm going to listen to you guys talk, but I'm not going to talk or anything like that. I was telling him, I was like, my chest is really hurting. I was like, if this goes on for like 20 more minutes, then, yeah, you know, we'll call an ambulance and whatnot. And my friend, you know, I just met her at the time. She's like, this will sound really freaking crazy, but can I send my friend over? I was like, yeah, yeah. I had no idea what she mean, but at that point in time, I didn't care. Mm-hmm. I laid there and I felt just this, you know, when someone <clears throat> climbs into bed with you and they got some weight to them and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I felt this big weight, like, climbing to bed to the point that, like, I was moving and dipping along with it till it got settled. And then it was just like, I was this baby wrapped in just, it was like pure love. My, my pain went away. Mm-hmm. And it was just, you know, I just... I actually, honestly, I fell asleep. After that, um, you know, I got to talk to her and more stuff like that and got to, I guess, air quote, meet the person who projected or whatever over and the instances in the house got worse. One was actually on my birthday. My daughter was not home. I locked my doors. I locked my doors when I'm home and awake and everything. And I heard my front door open and then it slammed. The entire house shook. So my friend I was telling you about, she calls me. I'm going through the house with a hammer backwards because it was the first thing I could find. And I'm checking everywhere. My front door's still locked. There's nobody in the house. You know, my daughter's not home, back door's locked. So I just, I set the hammer down. I'm like, oh, okay. Okay, we're just, we're going to pretend that didn't happen. It was after that, it started the instances. I was a big girl at the time. And I'm not going to lie to you. I was was thicker than a schnicker. And I'd (laughs) I'd be taking a nap in the middle of my bed. There's like no rhyme or reason that I should be sliding, falling, or anything like that. My covers would come flying off, and I'd get dragged out of the bed. Oh my god. I've woken up to pillows held over my faces. I could feel the body weight oh. pushing down on the pillow. I've woken up to, and this, <laughs> you guys are going to say giggity. I would wake up, have shorts on. I would look down, and one instance was my thighs with nail marks dug into them. But there's no way I could have done mm. it from that angle. Oh, shit. Was this all at the same house? Or, mm-hmm. like, did it follow you to other houses? Or? It It's off and on following. It's one of those, like... It's not mm. as strong as it was at the trailer. Like, the trailer, I'd wake up, or we'd come home, and all the crosses in the house were upside down. The cabinets were open. Shit was pulled out. Just everywhere down the line. And one night, I was talking to my friends, and her friends, they're, you know, on the same level that we are, and... I heard someone going through my daughter's switches. Like, it sounded like they were dumping it out. I was like, she's at her grandparents. Mm. I, and so I kind of froze a place. I was telling what's going on. And the man that helped me, he's like, I need you to do me a favor. And I want you to yell this name. I'm not yelling it here because I am. Yeah. Not, you know, no. So yeah, I, yeah. I, it, you know, still hearing rummaging and stuff in the toy room, which cover rooms away. I yell that name out. And I'm like, Freddy! It stopped. <laughs> It stopped. Hmm. And just, it was just instances from there down the line to, I'd be standing on my front porch and all of a sudden it was like someone picked me up, 
pushed me over, holding me in the air, and just dropped me. Like, no rhyme or reason. Levitating it down the line. That's pretty much been my life. That's crazy. Because like, it sounds like you had, like, a guardian. And I know you, like, prayed a guardian angel. Like, whatever, your guardian protector. Yeah. Um, Like, it sounds like you've had one with you the whole time, too. And, like, they haven't been able to stop this all from happening either, so. No, it's... It's one of those things, like, it got worse with the uh, ex, which I think that something kind of latched on him, because he went for... He was a pretty guy at first, and then he just went to... The level of controlling and whatnot was something, almost like a possession. Like, a literal, like, something was in you possession. And he had right. to make sure that I was where he had me. And his mannerisms, everything, just... It changed. He dropped a bunch of weight. He just got really angry. It was down the line. But yeah, I mean, that's fair. It could have been it too, right? Like, I mean, with my ex, it happened kind of quickly. I, I, I thought it was like diabetes because of how bad it was, but um, it kind of went overnight as well, like a switch. Yeah. Oh, a lot of it too. Like, I, I'm not going to delve in on this one. I did a lot of past life uh, research and everything and it wasn't even so much the research and whatnot it was literally just I had enough people smacking me in the face so I started looking at everything it's like the more I dug into this history the more it was it felt like I was being I want to say recognized I guess is the best way of putting it like old vendettas coming in to play oh really yeah and like the house we're in now it's not as bad it's not good we, the water's always breaking when it shouldn't. Like the lines are good. Yeah, We're, yeah. I the water. Same issue. <laughs> the water breaking. Still got the cabinets going on. The animals freaking go ape shit. Uh, mm. There's something in the attic that comes down to my daughter's room, and I've seen it before. It's this, but it, you can never take. It never takes form. It's just this massive. Oh, he's like crouched down, because he's so mm. tall. And then we have a little old lady that's always bitching that we're on her land, but, you know, I showed her the deed to the house. I'm like, oh, I don't have to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's literally just a progressive thing and stuff like that. And it's, uh, I think it's one of those things where people are like, God, you're freaking weird. And it's, I think I'm just so used to like another level of, I want to say bullying or whatnot, that I'm always on edge because I don't know which direction is it going to come from, like, you know, talking to you guys or something like that or is it gonna be something that i cannot explain like the mm. the trigger the trigger uh warning thing that i showed you guys was another instance like i can't explain this i came up with an explanation just so i you know mm-hmm. and it's yeah so hi i'm haunted <laughs> <laughs> so like have you asked your like guardian like if there's anything you can do to get rid of this like dark presence like i know like the lady with the deed no like she's just a ghost right but no. this other thing following you around um i'm pretty sure that like the big thing that's in the house right now was here when we moved in the woman that we bought the house um, from she lied like i called her out finally I was like, okay, I was walking through your house. I saw the crystals. I saw, you know, the smudge sticks and everything like that. I was like, what was going on in this house? And apparently her son was a big wackadoo and whatnot. And I was like, well, we've got this and this here. She's like, yeah, that was there when I got here. And I was like, okay, what about this, this, this? She's like, no, no, 
no, that was never there. And of course, it's the stuff that just like when we move, it can't find us. And then it's, I don't know, something happens, something triggers, and then it's just like it's sucked right back. Like I can feel the catch in my yeah. chest. It like oh. finds you again. Eventually, it finds your energy again and finds its way over. Yeah. Yeah, we've actually, uh, the ones that have been helping me, like, I don't have, I really should just be like, all right, <laughs> you're my patron, you're my, uh, you're my, you're my one and only, uh, but the ones that have tried to help me and stuff like that, it's gotten to the point, like, I, I could feel it calm, I could feel the disconnect and everything, and I'd be fine for a few hours, few days, few weeks, and it would just, like, snap. And it was just, I feel like I'm either trapped in a bottle or just like caged up and I can just hear this laughing the entire time. Oh. You're just like kind of putting it to sleep for a bit with what you're doing and then it comes back. It usually comes back stronger when it's been subdued too because it's angry, right? Yeah. Like, I'm, I don't know what it still is or anything like that. It's just like, I'm in a Danny on the shelf kind of thing and it's not letting it go. Yeah. You should ask your guardian if there's anything that they can tell you that you can do you know because like they might know because I, I know that you do have like that guardian that kind of like comes and hugs you and stuff every once oh, in a while oh yeah yeah like i can't go to bed without i'll curl up go to bed and then i just feel that weight crawling up the bed and like i can feel arms right i feel the warmth and everything and i'm like all right all right you're here we're cuddling it's fine oh yeah. yeah but it's yeah, there's the one guardian that could actually get some more shit done and I can rest easily, even for like a year or something like that. But the other ones, mm. they try. They're more comforters. Mm. They can kick stuff out, but they're more on the comforting side. Right, right. No. <clears throat> sometimes if you talk to them like at night and then try to remember your, like what you dreamt about, cause sometimes like it'll all come to you in the dream, right? Yeah. It's an aspect too. There's like go, I got to delve back more into the past life because with dreams and everything, like there's been a lot of dreaming of like different eras and stuff like that. There was one fucking weird as hell. I'm sorry, I'm getting off the ghost story aspect, but <laughs> I had a dream that I just got taken down by a bunch of like Roman soldiers. They put my feet against a rock and they smashed it like with a hammer. I woke up and there was this big sharp point hanging out of my ankle and I could not straighten my foot. Oh, what the hell? It's, I don't know. It could be one of those things that, oh, well, I don't know. I jumped off a cliff or something while I was sleeping. You know, my ankles. What is past that? life. Yeah. Yeah. Like a lot of the scars and everything coming through. But that's my stories. It's just mostly, you know, just used to. I uh, know it's actually kind of funny. Uh, a couple times I had someone, and this time I could actually like see their face, but it freaked me out. I had one, it was a man. Mm. He was probably about 5'10. He'd curl up. He had like a brotherly feel to him, but it freaked me out because I woke up feeling someone crawling into the bed and like I, I could see him smile and stuff. I scream and I deck him. And all, <laughs> and all you feel is just this weight, just like climbing out of the bed, like someone's cussed. I'm like, what the fuck do you do? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It, it's tiresome. It wears on you. Like, even if it's a situation where it's your home front, if the more you're in there, it can either make or break. 
I was kind of hoping when we moved away from the trailer that it would get better and stuff like that, but it went to the next house, came to this house. It's not as bad, though. But it's still, it's... I, I kind of wonder if you found something in the trailer and not realize where it came from and you have it. Oh, something sometime... you're bringing with you. Yeah. I mean, if it's not as bad, it could be that like you're getting further away from whatever it's based out of type of thing. So it, yeah, it's gonna be stronger in in its home. Whereas if it's following you, it's gonna be weaker. Yeah, because in all honesty, the town that I lived in at that time, like I just wanted nothing more but to move back there. It was. I'm like chomping at the bit. Like, I don't want to live in this state anymore, but if I did move within state, I'm like, I gotta go back there. I gotta go back there. Like even my daughter's like, why didn't we just move back there? I felt better there. It's just this weird pull to that location. Mm-hmm. So what I'm hearing is don't it... go back. <laughs> wonder if that's spiritual pull or if it's like, Something else. Mm hmm. And if it's bad spiritual or good spiritual? I don't know. Because, like, I've gone, we've gone back a few times. My daughter and I were very nostalgic and stuff. And we've but gone down, we've driven past the trailer and everything. It's still standing strong, a figure. And, uh, like, we don't feel the connection there. It just, it. You got all these other. Is it, I mean, it, where we had it is a nice place. All the other ones are really nice and modern and stuff like that. And we just look at that one and. It's like the sun doesn't shine there. It's really weird. We have, there's not that connection, but at the same time, when we're not there, there's that connection. We drive through the town and we're like, why do we want to come back here? But when we're away from it, we want to be there. It's, mm -hmm. it's odd. Okay. Blur! Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, trying to figure out which ghost story to tell. Um, okay, well, I guess I'll tell this one. So, uh, my family's all, like, farmer families and stuff. Lived in a few, like, farmhouses. Uh, but there was one farmhouse that we lived in. And this particular town is very tiny. Like, very tiny. But it has, like, 30 antique stores. <laughs> and it's, like, people go there, tourists go there for the antiques. And, I mean, we all know, like, spirits get attached to antiques, right? Like, mm -hmm. there's some really old items. Um... And this uh, farmhouse I was living in was also across from the water tower for the town. And spirits also, like, gain a lot of energy through water, right? So I was told, like, I don't know if this is true. This is just a story, but I couldn't really substantiate anything because it's a small town. But I was told that there was, like, a farmer who died in the field while he was working or whatever um, at the farmhouse, Right. Uh, but he specifically died in the field. But the way the farmhouse was is there, um, there's the farmhouse and then there's the kitchen and the kitchen you could tell was like an add on to the original building. Cause the original building is like the old style, like 1800s, you know, brick, um, old houses, you know, and then the kitchen was like wood and it kind of looked like maybe it was a mud room that was added, but it became the kitchen, you know? So the kitchen was super haunted and only the kitchen was haunted with the one spirit. Um, there was other rooms had other little spirits and things in it, but not very, not super like active all the time, but the kitchen was fucking active. Like, 
crazy. Um, and what always happened to me all the time was we had cats. I'd go into the kitchen and I'd trip over a cat. Like I didn't feel it, but I like saw the cat and I like jumped over it because I was going to step on it, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but it was just like a black shadow and I assumed it's a cat and I trip over it. I go to look back to yell at the thing for like, you know, walking in front of me and there's like no cat there. Like there was no cat there at all, you know? Um, and this happened like a lot, (laughs) like this shadow tripping situation. And I started trying to like kind of pay attention to it and it ended up like I saw it was the guy was sitting on the ground. But like, you know, when your knees are like curled up to your chest and you're kind of like wrap your arms around your knees. And so he was always sitting there because it was the same spot. I fucking tripped over him, too. It was in front of like the stove slash sink area. Um, But I started seeing like the figure properly and it looked like he was wearing like some old like army stuff, like probably War of 1812 armory shit. Right. War of 1812 is like there's a lot of big history in my county. Uh, for it so I think that he was from the war but I think that he wasn't staying inside the farmhouse I think he was like staying on outside or something I don't know the exact details but we would so we would leave we would turn off all the lights we would leave we would come back all the lights were on and sometimes we'd like okay well let's leave the lights on for him then and we'd leave and we'd come back the lights are off so we're like okay like this ghost can't make up its mind Right? But it was like, it was weird because lights would go all the time. Like things would be misplaced. I was always tripping over them. Uh, we were seeing his shadow and stuff. Like you, so one time too, my aunt came up and saw a person like pacing in the kitchen back and forth. And she thought it was one of us. And she went inside and there was like nobody there. And she was like freaking out a little bit. Right. Cause she thought maybe there's an intruder, you know? Um, that house was haunted with a few things. There was there was like a child like ghost summer upstairs. Um, there was like a nice balcony at the place too. But every time I went on the balcony, I felt like I was gonna like get hurt. Like I felt like I was gonna fall and get hurt. And like I felt like dangerous, even though it was like actually recently rebuilt. Like it actually looked fine. Um, so that was also kind of creepy. Like just the feelings you get, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really feel anything in the fields. That's why I'm like, I don't know. People had that story about the guy dying in the fields. I'm like, I never really felt anything in the fields. So I don't really know if that's true. But, but yeah, I lived there for like a year and a half, something like that. Um, it was interesting because like that would be, that's probably like the most haunted place where I saw a lot of shadows and like beings and things like that uh, more often than not. Whereas like other places I've been to, I haven't lived in too many haunted places. Um, I don't like living in haunted places, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other places I've been to, uh, sometimes I'll see like a shadow in the corner of my eye or something. But this one was like a more prevalent, like there was a person sitting on the floor <laughs> kind of deal, right? So, oh my. Um, but he was kind. He didn't seem to like have any issue with us or anything. Um, I'm not even a hundred percent sure that he was like, not just a residual haunting because he didn't really seem to react to us other than fucking around with the lights. But like, he could just be thinking that he was lighting a candle. Like, I don't know. Right. So that was the weird one anyway. Um, but yeah, that's one from like where I lived. Uh, that's one of my stories anyways. But, uh, 
that whole town super fucking haunted every business is haunted there's poltergeists in the little cafe there was there was ghosts just fucking everywhere like that that whole town was so and they had like a little library that actually had the history of the town because the town's all about antiques and shit and like you could find old history that's why i'm like i never found the story about this guy that died in the field so i didn't really believe him i don't know um, but you go to the library and like look up shit from like 1812 and be like, yeah, this person like Jane Smith lived here and she picked flowers for a living. Like there was like the weirdest shit, like everything was in this <laughs> library. And I'm like, it was really interesting. Yeah. But yeah, shit was like so haunted there. All the, all the buildings are so haunted. I, I blame that on a lot of the antiques. So <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's one of my stories. Uh, we still have like an hour left, so do we want to like tell another story each? Oh, I've got plenty. Yeah, you want to tell another one? Sure. Nevea, did you have any more? Uh, yeah, I have another another one. Well, you're right. up. Yeah, we'll go back in the circle. Alright, do you want me to say or do who wants yeah. to Yeah, yeah, you you go because we're going in a circle, so back to you. Okay, okay. Oh, that's <laughs> right. That's right. <laughs> um okay, so let me see. Um so the house I mentioned, I we lived I wanna say we lived up to like nine nine years, maybe seven seven to nine. Um so each of my family member had a, an experience. Like my sister has seen a uh, a young girl and a guy in his 20s. Uh, my mom has heard old music coming through the, the vents. Mm. Uh, my brother has seen, you know, things like throughout the house or be like, oh, I thought you were down the hallway. And we were like, no, <laughs> we weren't. Um, but then, of course, throughout the years, all experience like somebody in the kitchen somebody in the hallway you know my mom started talking to me i was like what she goes where are you at and i go in the garage (laughs) oh i thought you just went down the hallway not it (laughs) um but one of the experience um my brother he was telling me and i have two brothers so the 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 one he got into a lot of a lot of stuff and um started uh doing things like drugs and stuff oh yeah mhm and so that that brought energy really bad energy and he would tell me that um he told me the story that he was sitting watching uh, like a movie or something and the TV turned off. Oh. Mm-hmm. And then it turned back on. And he goes, the remote wasn't even near me. And oh, yeah. And we were watching a movie and I go, you know what? You know why they're doing this to you? They're like, why? I said, because you're doing all this bad juju. There's all this crap, right? You're bringing yeah. negative into our house. And he was like, yeah, no, blah, 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 right? 
And then the TV turned off. And he goes, you see? <laughs> I go, they're telling you. And it turned back on. And I started cracking up. He goes, it's not funny. And it turned back off. <laughs> I go, they think it's funny. And it turned back on. <laughs> and I, I don't know. It did that for like two minutes. And I just, oh, I just couldn't help funny. it. I was just, I was like laughing so hard that I got up. I go, <laughs> you can finish the movie. I'm going to go laugh in my room now because <laughs> it is your fault. <laughs> so They probably um, kept doing it because you were laughing too. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> because it, the fact is, it's, it's just like, uh, you know, the, I think it was like the grandpa person that likes to steal mm. things. Um, but it's like at the same time, it's like if you're bringing this negative energy into the house, especially with all these spirits here, I mean, yeah. come on. Um, you're another target. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know it's like, you know, I've, I've also had, um, their influence or bad juju or whatever. I, you know, I always kept my, my door open when I'm sleeping and sometimes, you know, like. How everybody is, they like to be loud and stuff, and I would have to yell and so shut up, you know. <laughs> it's like I need to yeah. sleep. <laughs> but I was laying there and I heard this old lady, this I mean think witch like hag, like that voice. Huh. And That's creepy. Yes. And I couldn't make out what she was saying, but I, she was like in my ear, I was frozen in my bed and I was just kind of like, okay, okay. Yeah. And finally just went left my room and it was weird because I just, you know, you're covered and I just, that chills up and down. Did you have like sleep paralysis? Like you couldn't move? Um, no, I moved. Oh, okay. I could move. Yeah, yeah. I've had sleep paralysis. I've actually. I, I like... have sleep paralysis <laughs> all the time. It's like yeah, <clears throat> very unpleasant. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I in that house it was a lot because uh, not to side um, the story. I I remember like light was in my room. It was getting you know morning, and I was looking at something. Um, on the floor and all of a sudden I saw this piece of paper rolled up in the ball and hit my face and I jolted up or jolted my mm. like I woke up and I saw that piece of paper not rolled up but the piece of paper that was there I was like okay I guess I have to get up <laughs> um, but yeah that's that's uh, that's some one of my many experience on that but I'm um, going back to the voices so mm -hmm. uh, you know waking up I was fine and I kind of told my mom, I said, man, I just had this, I think they're trying to talk to me. And she goes, what do you mean? And I said, it was just, oof, it did not feel good. <laughs> it was just like, I'm like cold and stuff. She goes, well, just, you know. Um, oh, no, I kept, I left my, my door closed opposite. She goes, well, just keep your, your door open. And I said, nah, because everybody talks, right? So next day. Next night, I heard a younger gentleman whispering in my ear. Mm. And this one didn't give me that eerie vibes. And 
I was still trying to make out what they were saying, but I couldn't. And so the next day I told my mom. And, uh, you know, even my sister heard, she goes, it's probably that guy that walks around. And I'm like, oh, shut up. <laughs> you know. And because uh, she was young at that time, she was probably mm. um, eight, nine, eight years old, nine years old around there. Right, right. And um, so the third night, because anything, it comes in threes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I heard the old woman again. And again, it was just like, I just wanted to sink in my bed and, and I not, I, I couldn't even cover my head. And again, told my mom, she goes, well, keep your door open. I go, no, it's uh, fine. <laughs> you know, a couple nights passed. I was like, okay, cool. When sleep, I am good. I'm Gucci. By the third day, um, again eerie old woman doing that and i was like okay i'm done i'm i'm i next day i go mom i i'm going to leave my door open but we need an animal in the house immediately and we had cats but of course renting a house you can't have cats inside doors but they were out you know I go, I know we can't have a cat here, but I need something. I don't care what it is. <laughs> I want something in the house. She mm-hmm. goes, well, you know, convince one of the cats. I go, and that old lady, uh, the owner comes in and finds the cat. I don't think so. And I said, I don't care. Let's get a hamster. So that day we got a hamster. <laughs> um, hey, if it works, it works. It, it, it worked. Yeah. Yeah, it worked. Um, her name was Lola. She had two wonderful years, but she was, oh my, she went through three cages. So she was a Houdini, but I felt like she knew something that was going on because she always wanted out of the cage. And she had, and it was like, uh, of course, when we got her, it was like hot, so hot. So she had two personal fans um, on her. And I remember going to bed. And this is her third cage. And it's, if you ever had hamsters, there's like all kinds of cages, all kinds of how they do it. And this one's like literally clasp, which you have to put effort to open it. And so that night my mom goes, well, it's really hot. Just put it on the floor, put the fans on because, you know, heat rises and stuff. I go, okay. And I, I think I was having, for some reason, I couldn't wake up. There was something I, I just couldn't wake up. And it was the middle of the night, and then all of a sudden, I felt something crawl up my back. And I, my eyes were open, and I felt it crawl back down, and I tried to grab it, just an instinct. And I decided to go check the cage, and she was gone. Oh. Mm. And the one thing is, if I could draw this out for you guys, I would. I mean, this is picture a three-bedroom, two-and-a-half bath, living room, dining room, family room, kitchen. So the family room, uh, you either go through the living room or the, the dining room or the we had a small kitchen. Down the hallway, um, I would say on the right-hand side was my brother's room, which they keep their door open the left hand side 
was a bathroom with your doors open. And then you continued down the hallway. And on the left-hand side is my mom's room. And the right-hand side was my room. And that's a very long way to go for a little hamster. Right. And I felt like there was a reason why she wanted me to wake up. Because I did have to wake up my sister to go find a hamster. <laughs> but <laughs> it was just like... I, when we found her, it was relieved. And ever since that night, she stopped trying to escape. Hmm. Wow. That's yeah. interesting. Mm hmm So that was a story with a pet. <laughs> but I believe in, and definitely pets, no. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they can be like protectors and they can be like our... Well, partners in crime for witchcraft stuff too for sure. oh yeah like some people will talk about um mostly like cats or anything like that i had a bunny a freaking bunny of all things i was asleep and i was stuck i was just stuck in a horrible dream and i felt like i was getting the shit scratched out of me <clears throat> i was like how the hell did this thing get out so i wake up of course the bunny's across the house in the uh, cage but it's almost like it just kind of uh projected over to wake me up mm -hmm. if that makes any sense yeah, sometimes when you, like, connect with an animal, it can do that, you know? I love that rabbit. Um, also, because Danny just reminded me, and we always forget, subscribe, like, and turn on notifications. <laughs> we always forget <laughs> to say this. <laughs> Oops. It'll, it'll really help out the stream and the podcast. Yeah, even just, please, like, subscribing on YouTube is a free way that can really help. Because uh, we, we need to get our, like, sub numbers up. And stuff so that we can work on getting, you know, partnered and all that crap. So ring that bell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> ring my bell. <laughs> um, but yeah, like if you have like a familiar, especially that you bonded with, like I, I would have like a cat that I would always do. Like, like I, oh, I, I always had a ton of cats, by the way. My mom just constantly, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they would follow me home. Once you have more than one cat, the rest of the strays just show up. It's so like, easy to go yes. from like two to four to five <laughs> yeah. to four to five to four. Yeah. And once, and if you have one Down cat, one. you can usually keep it like under control. But the minute you no, have two, no, they're no, like, no, no, even just one because yeah, I'm looking right like now one. at an outside cat that wants in my house so bad. And I'm like, nobody, you are an outside cat. I can only have one cat. You stay outside. Yeah, sure, see, yeah. I've always found yeah. like one cat seems to keep it under control, but more than that. But at one point, we had thirty-three cats. They were a bunch of kittens. Wow. Oh, yeah. I had I had like twenty-five. Yeah. Yeah. They're all kittens. Yeah. Uh, you know, farmhouse, and you take mm -hmm. you know you take in the pregnant cat you find that someone left, and you find homes for the kittens, and you drop the pregnant cat off SPCA, and they like you know spay it and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So we did a lot of that um, because we also were like there's like feline aids that mm -hmm. spreads amongst all these farm cats and cats that get abandoned around farmhouses and stuff so we were always trying to like help the situation but yeah it's a bit of a mess um but yeah there would be like so there'd be like one cat that i would have as my familiar who would do like my stuff with me right um mm -hmm. and i'd always have like that one and i feel like the one that you like do your like witchcraft stuff meditations and prayers and things like that tends to be the one that can kind of like come to you in a dream and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I've, I've had all that experience too, and uh, I've always the cats have always always chose me. I never picked a cat. You know, yeah, you know, cats animal. like cats love me, and I'm really good at like domesticating them when they've gone like feral and stuff. Like I've always mm -hmm. been really good at it. Um, but I like switch to dogs, and like there's so much problem. They're so much fun. Like they, they just am... love you unconditionally. Like so, <laughs> there can be such a big rough go of figuring each other out whereas cats can just like f click so easily yeah yeah but like dogs is this thing it's like it's kind of like a, a harder relationship to cement and get worked out so it kind of feels a little bit stronger you know <laughs> yeah I, to be fair, you got a puppy husky. Huskies are like the craziest dogs. Yeah. Okay? Like, you can't, you gotta yeah. keep them busy. They love to talk. They love like having activities and people to like do things with. So, like, yeah, I've had huskies before. Yeah. I love them, but they, they are little troublemakers. Yes. <laughs> that kind of all the cats and everything ties into my Okinawa at my house that I lived in off base. Um, cause the cats would like react to stuff or we'd have, uh, like I'd be in bed for the night and I'd hear like, it was a two story, the bedrooms were upstairs. I'd hear like the broom and the mop fall down and thunk, thunk, that, that sound that it makes when the pole hits the ground mm -hmm. Yeah, and the cats would run upstairs and come over to the bed and just hang out on the bed with me freaked out yeah. and I'd be like all right that's cool you guys were playing and you you dropped it it's fine whatever it's cool I'd go I'd wake up and go downstairs in the morning and nothing was on the floor oh interesting and there would be like a window frame or window screens that were cracked open the, I mean maybe the mm. cats did it jumping on it but like they'd never done it before and it had never done it again so it was like this is odd yeah um I have found uh, cats to be like more like sensitive to supernatural stuff yeah. versus dogs like dogs yeah dogs can be dumb sometimes and they'll just be like oh yeah that was a noise and they just like go back to bed <laughs> like they're like i'm not even gonna open my eyes Poof. <laughs> yeah <laughs> you think cats you find that one cat that's staring at the corner of a wall and like very intently looking a little yep. freaked out and you're like oh my god stop doing that you're freaking me out like <laughs> there's clearly something in the room right now that or they just do it to mess with you because cats are yeah. assholes <laughs> but that too. same house like i heard someone sneeze in the stairway behind me when i was in the living room and i was home alone uh the downstairs half bathroom connected like there was a hallway and then the garage and like i would hear people muttering from like my garage but there was no one in the garage the garage is empty there's no one outside mm. uh oh yeah like sound things are mm -hmm. so like creepy like nevea you said your mom was hearing music i get mm -hmm. that music thing a lot and oh. like the muttering too you're like yeah the sound stuff is like the I sneeze thing threw me for a, it like it was wild and i was just like Bless you. I know there's no one here, but bless you. <laughs> Please don't hurt me type of thing. And then like one morning come downstairs and two DVDs are pulled out. Like I have them alphabetically arranged. Two poop are pulled out like one's on its side, one's flat, like out. Like, And the way they were pulled out, like if you had put your finger and pulled it, it wasn't like that. It was like you had pulled it out and put it in backwards, pulled it out. Uh, but one of those was Tales from the Crypt. Oh. Nice. I was like, okay, that's 
not the cats doing that. Interesting. What was the other one? Do you remember? Uh, Talladega Nights. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Good yeah, choices. <laughs> I would have been. I would have put on the Talladega Nights. So I'd be like, here, I'll, I'll watch this. Sure, like here. All right. Or just put it on when you go to bed. Be like, is that what you want? You want to move? Here you go. Night? Like here you go. Yeah, <laughs> like a hall closet doorway would be opened. I felt like I had someone standing in my doorway, my bedroom when I went to sleep. So my I back was that. always facing that doorway. I was like, I am not looking that way. I, I yeah, like that's my biggest issue. Like I always try to keep spirits and stuff out of the house I'm in because like I'm so uncomfortable sleeping. Yeah. When like there's something there like it's just you don't feel safe to sleep you know yeah no especially after hearing like brooms falling and then nothing being on the ground yeah yeah or it's like okay if you're gonna haunt my house just stay out of my bedroom just yeah. stay down in the kitchen or something i just you know let me sleep no. mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of got me wondering too like them making those noises and everything like that kind of the only way they can be like with us if there's a intruder in our home or are we coming out with something swinging just the uh, little hint of stuff being knocked around and whatnot. I was like, hey, we're here. Why are you here? I feel like, yeah, I think if there was an intruder in the house, the dog would be barking. Yeah. But if it's a ghost, the dog doesn't give a fuck. So I feel like that's a good, like, standard for my house anyway. You get one of each <laughs> and you got the spiritual and the physical covered. <laughs> yeah, like the dog, you know, she's a shih tzu. They're designed, they literally were bred to be doorbells. For, for fucking temples because the temples were too big and they're really good at being doorbells. So. God. <laughs> Mine is a freaking doorbell. No, I was thinking along the lines of just going back to, you know, stuff getting knocked over, shit like that. It's almost like a them, hey, why are you in here? Yeah, sometimes yeah. like angry, like this is my home. Mm. But sometimes I think they're trying to communicate too. I'm like, oh, like, yeah. need help. Yeah. yeah, maybe just like the whole sit down, like, hey, I'm here, I live here too, if you need any help, you know. Yeah, and, and that's, that's what kind of needs to happen for all haunted places, I think. So. And it doesn't work so well when it's Japanese ghosts and you're American and don't speak a lick of Japanese. <laughs> you know, makes it a little difficult, but... You're over there apologizing I, for some past things. It's, yeah. It gets messy. I was, I was worried that I was bringing any of it back with me when we moved back to the States because I was like, uh, please don't come with me. Like, as far as I've read so far and seen, like, heard stories, like, if the ghosts, if the spirit or whatever, if they were, like, following Buddhism and things like that, they won't, like, attach to you and come home with you. Um, Especially if there's like, there's like a prayer area and stuff set up, they tend mm-hmm. to like congregate to that. Um, but but it sort of depends because if you're in like a fucking old abandoned warehouse and some girl died in a warehouse accident, maybe she might follow you back. But if it's like yeah. their personal home, they tend to stay. Well, I don't know because it was a Western style home rather than like the traditional oh, style homes the so. island too the war and stuff so yeah like yeah. there could have been something that might have attached to but, but, i mean there's there's videos of like people at the guard gate the gate guard spots like a ghost walking up and asking for a cigarette type of thing oh yeah yeah that shit's crazy yeah. it's so wild 
Sometimes you gotta wonder, like, some, if you're talking to someone if they're like a ghost, because mm-hmm. <laughs> it does happen, especially sometimes. late at night. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But also, there's probably a lot of residual haunting on the Okinawa because of the World War II stuff, right? So sometimes just repetitive yeah. energy and yeah. stuff behind. Um, there's like an old, uh, there's a couple old like fighting what it, battlefields or whatever, like where I am, and you can go like do tours and stuff. And like, there's a ton of residual haunting happening on it. Like, they're not actual spirits. It's just there's so much death and energy got soaked into the land that it just kind of repeats itself. Yeah, there's some crazy shit that happens in there. But whose turn is it? Danny, do you have another story you want to tell? Or. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm kind of tapped right now. My brain's just. <laughs> uh, and literally just I just got like little small instant stories like when I was uh, I was a kid we were watching a movie at a friend's house it was a downstairs room and it was a never fell situation anytime I was at the house you ever get the feeling like when you're a kid and you go to walk past something it was like I gotta run past this I gotta run past this yes. yeah. it, it was always my friend's brother's room I had to run past this room well um so we we're sitting there watching a movie one day and I was going to go to the bathroom and I turned and there's this woman standing there and she was completely just, she did not belong in the 1980s. She had the long hair. She had the like fancy gown on, but her skin just kind of went to like, it's almost like she was decomposing in front of me. Oh yeah. But she just stood there and she was just watching me. I, I, walked back over to the couch like nope not seeing this she just stood there watching me i turned my head you know see if she was gone or anything because i really had to go and she was sooner just just little things like that yeah sometimes they like know that you're susceptible you know when they're trying to get help like uh, especially when we're younger it's like i know a bunch of us have seen like spirits when we were younger right i actually didn't really see many as a kid no yeah a lot yeah like I like cut myself out but a lot of people are like oh well you know kids see them because they're more they're not whatever people say like oh well the world hasn't taught them that things aren't real and things like that right I personally think kids see them more because you're closer to death like you were just born and you're closer to that like life death um, string so like the elderly and then also the kids yeah Yeah, because elderly see a lot of ghosts yeah elderly see a lot of family members and stuff when they're like heading close to that point oh yeah it's wild like how the elderly the stories from like nursing homes and stuff yeah yeah there's some really detailed stories yeah and like the the cats that like come up and hang out with someone and then staff's like all right let's contact this person's family because they're next oh that one cat yeah the one cat yeah. that can predicts when someone's gonna die i've heard of this cat yeah it's in like that cat was cool it's It's not alive anymore yeah oh is he dead i think he passed a while ago i guess i probably did hear about him like a long time ago there's but like it's it's a common thing it is yeah but he was it was a good kitty he was like giving them comfort like the day before or whatever and like he wouldn't leave their bed i remember that until they yeah until they passed yeah yeah he'd be like he was like a 
a reaper cat or something like <laughs> reaper isn't bad like reapers help guide people to the next step right so it's yeah. not a bad thing but still um, knowing it and that cat starts hanging out with you <laughs> oh casty agent f reporting for duty hey cast <laughs> hey agent f <laughs> oh, let's go Wait, yeah, well, you were Agent C. F. Right, she's Agent F, I'm Agent U, and you're Agent C. <laughs> and wasn't it uh, Sinister that was K? I thought, were we doing K or were we... Was someone Agent Y? I, we were spelling out a whole sentence. <laughs> yeah, we were so close to Agent uh, Fuck You. It yeah, was so it was good. really oh. close to Agent Fuck You, yeah. <laughs> I dig it. Yeah, we were in the Lemonade Mafia. This is our pretend make-believe role-play stuff. <laughs> I dig it. That's real life, damn it. That's all I got. It's very real. That's right. I'm going to the cubby under the stairs. Fuck this. Really right. real. Mm -hmm. I don't need this. Uh, uh, you got any scary stories, Cassie? You want to scare us? Spook us, minus with your presence. Yeah, like if that. you if you have any scary stories, Cass, look. Just let us know. You can hop into voice with us too. I can invite you to the Discord if you want. I watch. He's... Oh, you're in Final <laughs> Fantasy Duty? Yeah, no worries. Uh, carry on. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's your God. Uh... What about like instances? Uh, the old middle school out here, it was. Bleh. It used to be the high school, and it was built, I think, in like the early 1920s. Oh, that's pretty old. It was, it was such a shithole by the time that I got there. It was, but students would talk about, you know, either like hearing lessons going on that weren't going on, musical instruments in the band room going off. Like, oh, Lord. Just hmm. down the line, uh, you could go out to the basketball court and stuff like that and balls would start bouncing. Oh. Yeah. Actually, they tore down, um, say about 10 years ago but if you still go to other they put up soccer fields but the entire land and everything it's a uh, part of my actually my father my biological father's side of the family's old farm mm -hmm. and just that entire area just walking around and everything it's it's, it's almost got that energy of it's a cross between like hardship and like fighting for your land kind of feel. I could probably way off base. Right. But that's the entire feel of it. Even going to my grand's house, the one where, you know, we'd be going to bed and we'd have to go to bed before a certain time because the air quit shadow people were coming in. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I've heard stories about areas like that though. Um, especially where there's so much. And yeah, I hate to say it. We were all happy, well fed and stuff like that, but everybody was just so poor. It's like that depression just kind of stuck around. Through the, yeah. Sometimes the lands can do that to people, mm. though. You know, like sometimes the land itself will perpetuate Wood the situation. Soil. Yeah. Like, I mean, That's the why, like, I could get into a whole theory of mine, but like it's a it's a little politically incorrect, so I won't do it right now. But it's for like <laughs> a part of the world that's point. under. Uh, I don't know. I would probably say the wrong thing, so I'm just not going to talk about it on live. <laughs> yeah. So I said I'd love to hear about yeah. it later. 
<laughs> yeah, it's just one of those things where I'm like, I'm not entirely sure where the landscape of things are right now. So gonna, I take it yeah. back. This is the podcast where we get canceled. <laughs> Good job, Blur. Oh, job. God. Our other podcasts, a bunch of them are like downvoting the videos. It's so funny. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, bunch of crazy um, Another ghost story for me. Okay, well, you know, I tell you, like, I don't like um, ghosts and stuff being in my room when I'm sleeping and things like that. Like, I think it might be my old dog. When I moved in here, I still had her for about a year, like, a year and a half or so, close to two years, before I had to, like, put her down. And Mm -hmm. I think it might be her, but, like, man, like, my bed moves a lot. And... I've come to the point where I just like don't look because every time I do, there's no dog in my bed. Um, <laughs> and like, and sometimes my whole bed will actually shake a little bit, which is why sometimes I'm like, I don't know if it's her or not. But it like, it feels like a really light earthquake, like really quick, like rumble kind of. Like it's not shaking like crazy, but it's like rumbling. And it's like, it's super fucking weird. Yeah. Aww. And like, I don't know. I try to ignore it because I hate fucking shit happening in my bed. But um, the place yeah. I'm at now, there was a guy that OD'd in the, in the... Okay, so like the apartment I'm in had like a lot of bad people and a lot of bad energies. Many bad tenants before me. Like they like love us because we're like not psychopaths. Um, so my landlord loves us here. Um, and so like the tenants before me was an abusive... Um, relationship between husband and wife and they were drug dealers so yeah so there was a guy actually OD'd in the driveway here from fentanyl you know because the whole fentanyl situation um I was told that he survived but like I that he was alive when he got into the ambulance but like I don't know I think he may have died that night like I honestly my house isn't bad but like you go outside into the driveway especially at night and it's like really uncomfortable and especially if you go in the shed it's very uncomfortable like i i feel like there's something there all the time so could it be a thing he could have reverted back to the last thing he actually remembers it might be yeah like if he died on the way there if he died when he got there like yeah like the last time he had like consciousness was like there in in the driveway right Oh. Um, cause like I asked my neighbor, she's like, oh no, he was alive. Cause she saw it. She lived here. <laughs> she saw the whole thing, right? She's like, no, he was alive when he got in an ambulance. I'm like, I don't know. I think he died like on the way there when he got there. Like I, I really do think he did. Um, yeah. but like even I'll go into the shed to like, it's like, it's a shed. It's a room that's t- attached to the whole house. It's sort of like an outdoor room, but it's like attached to the whole house. And I go in there to like grab my garbage or my recycling I fucking hate it in there. Um, now, when I go in, uh, the light doesn't work for me anymore, but it works for the neighbors. So there's uh, that. Um, <laughs> yeah. And there's no windows or anything in there. So, like, I run in and then, like, all the time, every time I open the door, I go, I have to, like, step in and then the door starts closing behind me. And I'm like, oh, that's oh, even worse. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, fuck that. <laughs> so now I do this weird thing where I'm like standing by the door. My one foot is like on the very corner of the door. And I'm like reaching like this, like awkward, like at least I'm tall so I can do this reach to get to my garbage can. 
Because <laughs> I'm like, this fucking door closes every time and the stupid light doesn't work for me. So I'm like, it's like, scares the shit out of me. Um, oh, it held a message for that. Yeah, let me just... It didn't like the word FK. Okay. <laughs> um, Pat says he has a very weird fucked up ghost story. Going to bed in a little bit. Don't feel like dealing with night terrors anymore this week. Okay, that's fair, Cass. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> then again, anything from his mind. I don't want the night terrors from him as well. So we're on the same page, everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love you, mean it, but. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't want night terrors, but. How much fun I bet he's gonna, he's gonna play, uh... What's that fucking game that he plays all the time, that horror game? Oh, God, Together, yeah. whatever. To, like, before Lethal you get company. to survive before dawn, or... Like, oh, Dead by Daylight. Dead by Daylight, that's... Yeah. Probably gonna play that, like, right before bed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want night terrors, but I'm just gonna have a bunch of jump scares, and that's fine. Right, right? <laughs> Uh, oh. But yeah, so let's hear, like, I think the thing on the bed, like, I don't think is, I think it's like a pet or something. I don't think it's like a bad thing. Because it always sits in, like, the corner of the bed, like, where my dog would be. So I'm like, I think it's a pet. But the rumble of the bed has happened a couple times, and that's kind of freaking out a little bit. But I've told myself, oh, it's just my MS or fibro making my body feel weird this is i rationalize it because I honestly that is it. also possible if you like it is but i'm like way. it's not never, likely necessarily but yeah i've never felt it anywhere else um it's weird. it's weird yeah no i felt like some of my past cats come cuddle with me in bed at night sometimes yeah it's, it gives me a comfort rather than any weird I have feeling. been seeing like shadow creatures. I say creature because it's not very tall. Um, mm -hmm. But it's slipping in and out of like my mom's room, and I'm like, she's pretty old. She's not the greatest health. So I'm like starting to think like it's something there waiting or something. Oh. But it's not like human height or shape. It's like tiny and not animal. Like it's like, I don't know, like a elf or something. A, brownie or like but it's a shadow <laughs> thing it's a shadow i'm like i don't know what the fuck house. it is yeah i'm like i don't know but i see it like mm -hmm. just dart here and there like through my mom's and through the kitchen and back and forth so i'm like okay i don't want to see that but okay <laughs> come on accept it everything's so freaking weird anymore yeah i hate to say it and then another story i had too i was in my first seance when i was like how old was I? Like 10? 9? Oh, wow. 6? I don't fucking remember. I've been doing this shit for a long ass time. Damn. Um, But they were doing... I was just there to observe. I'm like, I wasn't going to take mm -hmm. part in it. I wasn't joining hands. There's a bunch of us just observing. Because I'm like, I'm curious. I've never been in one before. Yeah, I'll watch. And of course, like, the ghost comes up and like reaches my left shoulder and like... Oh puts its like hand on it. I, I could fucking feel it and it was super uncomfortable and I remember being like so freaked out and I just like threw salt on my shoulder because I'm like get the fuck off me <laughs> salt Actually, works though that's interesting because I have a discoloration on my shoulder my skin 
I was told it's just a weird condition some people can have sometimes, but it's quite large. Doesn't look like a handprint, though. I wonder if it might be related. Hmm. hmm. I've heard that birthmarks are like how you died in a past life, and I kind of like it makes sense. Is that how or where or something like that? And where, mine, yeah. Mine is in the shape of Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> it's right by my knee. It's in the shape of Ohio. I have questions. <laughs> <laughs> like this thing on my shoulder didn't show up until like later. It was like, I have I had one a under my boob that showed up as an adult. Yeah. I had a sunburn and it just appeared. It's it's large. Like it goes from the front of my shoulder to the back. Like it's big. It's very large. It's discoloration. So I don't know. That one's weird. I don't think that that's past life. I think it's something else. Wow, cast it already. Yeah, possibly, yeah. Nightmares. Yeah, cast the <laughs> shadow figures. Oh my god. <laughs> Look, some of my earliest memories would even be like, and for some strange. My family thought it was the cutest thing ever. I could play by myself. Like, it's nothing. And my mom was like, you'd get in the cabinets and you'd start talking to cans of green beans and have these long, elaborate stories. And I just remember, I'm like, I wasn't the only one playing. Yeah, that you were talking to other things. Yeah. Like, the, literally, like, the stories and everything were well above my pay grade at that age. My I don't remember, just like, like, seeing, like, having, I remember seeing spirits and stuff. I don't remember like having full-on like conversations like i would just kind of see them but i didn't really understand i had like, a lot a of person. imaginary friends growing up but i don't think that they were actual spirits i don't know though i kind of feel like when i was little i'm more on the nevea side i talked to a lot of insects like i remember having conversations with them oh like, my my favorite was mrs piggy or miss piggy you know kermit and piggy <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just remember like really being obsessed with like butterflies and dragonflies and stuff and like talking to them. That's the awesome. I'm like, now I'm like, are they like fairies or something I was talking to? Because I just remember the pretty wings and talking Could to be. them a lot. And now I'm like, some insect touches me and I'm like, get the fuck off. Right. <laughs> Scream. Yeah. Oh, I forgot what I told you. Uh, once again, um, we'd like for you to uh, hit that follow button. Um, like, yeah, li like, subscribe, etc. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Cash, uh, Shadow yeah. Figures and Whispering used to play him when he was younger. And his sister and cousin decided to use a Ouija board in the house. Oh, oh after? God. Oh, Lord. No, I will not touch a Ouija board. Yeah, I used to with my mom, but she was like doing the whole opening, closing, protecting, etc. But I will not do it. I know how to protect. I I will not touch something. Did it get worse, Cass? After they used the Ouija board, I feel like it would have gotten worse. Right, same. Yeah, it got worse. No, hmm. Ouija boards are bad, bad stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's not necessarily the board, it's just the action of calling out to the spirits and not properly, like, closing yourself off to them and all that. Like, you don't need a Ouija board to fuck up either. Like, you could just have a seance and not know how to do a seance and you'll get the same results as if you used a Ouija board. Yeah, it was the same thing I was telling Whitney because she was like, oh yeah, I've got this thing following me around, so I just invite him in the house. I said, the fuck you did? 
no. No, no. Yeah. <clears throat> She's like, oh, no, no, no. No, it's my friend. I'm, I'm like, no, you didn't. My house, oh, not yours. You, you stupid ass little shit. Yeah. Oh, the so house fun. is on Native American land. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's stronger, and also people don't understand the spirit world for Native Americans. It's so much more diverse and there's so much more involved in it that we don't really know like we don't really know how to deal with the things the energies and the spirits from them but it is very disrespectful to like if there's anyone that was buried there it's very disrespectful to to live on that land yeah Which could cause for a lot of the uh, disturbances and whatnot in America, especially in certain areas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was it, uh... God, it's like early 90s, Donna Reed did a movie, it's like a made-for-television one, and they dug up a, uh, an entire uh, Native American, well, cemetery, burial man, whatever, and put down a uh, subdivision or whatnot and just like slowly everything just started progressing and progressing and they started seeing the figures and whatnot i think i watched this movie that sounds familiar yeah it was really good it was scary as hell for TV. it was it, yeah it's time. the one that i remember like yeah they built new houses and people moved in and then like crazy ass shit was going on yeah it was pretty good it was a pretty good story so i remember my sister she recorded it and I think it'd be one thing too if people actually like respected the lands and stuff like that. And if you're going to go about like burial areas, let's try avoiding that or at least show some respect for the ones that were buried there. I suppose yeah. But they just like more than likely they're just going to take the bodies, relocate, and just kind of dump them. Uh, yeah, not yeah. Do anything or treat it with any kind of care. Well, honestly, when it comes to Native American like burials and all that, like you do not relocate like relocating is already not showing care like you need to just leave it be mm -hmm. with them like it's very much it's very special to them right like people moving their bodies and stuff yeah it's it's intention yeah that's how we end up on podcasts talking about being haunted as shit <laughs> <laughs> Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> I'll save my New Mexico house story for another time. No. If you want to tell it, you can. Like we still. Oh, have, I don't mind. Like, um, still have like eight minutes till we're at the two-hour mark. If you want to tell it, <laughs> to you. Okay. Uh. Well. I didn't really have any issues with the house m moving in at first. It's like built in the 60s small town uh but like eventually after we'd been there for a few years i'm a night owl so i'm up at night i take like three or four hour baths because fibromyalgia feels nice it doesn't hurt so i'd be in the bath at like midnight 2 a.m and then i'd hear the side kitchen door handle moving like something's trying to come inside or I'd hear knocking and the three knocks, dun, 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 and stuff like that. So I, and then it got to a point where at one point, like, I heard the screen door open and someone trying to turn, a, like, the door handle and trying to put a key in the door 
type of sounds. I'd go look at the door. The screen door is closed. There's nothing there. There's nothing at all. So, yeah, that freaked me out. It happened a few times, and then I eventually salted that doorway, and it never happened again as long as I kept the doorway salted. Yeah, never open your door to random Oh, I, I was, yeah, I was peeking out. I was, like, not opening the door. I'm like, yeah. I know better. I am not opening this door, but, like, the door had a window out. and Like, the door is closed. There's no one there. The screen door is closed. Yeah, word to the wise, if you ever hear a knocking, check check the window, check something, say, hey, how can I help you? Yeah, like, honestly, like, um, like I don't have a window or anything, but if, if someone's knocking on your door in the middle of the night, I've also watched a lot of ring cam uh, videos on YouTube of just, like, real-life people being super creepy. Mm-hmm. So, like, in general, just don't open your door. Because <laughs> yeah. either it's, you're going to let a ghost in or you're going to be attacked by some, like, weirdo who's at your door. Uh, that's where these, like, ring cameras and shit are really helpful. I'm like, I kind of want to get one just to see what happens <laughs> outside at night. Florida outcast, are you in Florida? Yeah, you're going to die. You're going to lock that door. <laughs> you never answer your door for anyone. <laughs> Florida. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> You're not in Florida. Okay. Oh, uh, Florida man, yeah. That's what uh, we were looking for. <laughs> we went to Florida. We were looking for gators in Florida man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Florida's like so bad right now for crime and shit. I almost moved to Florida instead of California. Oof. I I definitely would choose California. Yeah, I'm Although, so glad. More expensive. Yeah, like, Florida's probably cheaper, but... I have my sanity and my dignity here in California, at least. Honestly, any other state but Florida would be better. Mm -hmm. Well, Florida and Texas are tied. Yeah, Texas has its problems, especially if you're a woman, but also you, like, don't pay any taxes and shit there, so... Um... But if you want to live, like, in the progressive part of Texas, the more liberal area, very mm-hmm. expensive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why all the streamers live in Texas, because they're avoiding taxes. Yeah. And here in Canada, if you're a streamer making good money, you move out to uh, Alberta, because there's oh. taxes out there. <laughs> That's our oil, our oil sands area, so. Oh, Okay. They're like the Texas of Canada. And they're starting to try to pass some weird ass laws that I'm like, yeah, they're the Texas of Canada. Clearly. <laughs> it's doing weird shit right now. Alright. Um looking at the time. Episode four, we're going to do metaphysical meets physical. It's basically mm. going to be a discussion about how metaphysical, and it's it's broader than just that. It's the best word I could come up with. Practices can affect your personal health, protecting yourself from outside aspects, and gaining control to block things that drag your health down or suck your energy. Yeah, yeah. Like we're gonna discuss like um, the the theory of like shutting yourself off or opening yourself up some people relate to like chronic illness and then we're going to talk about like yeah like how to protect yourself and how to make sure that you're safe and stuff too but we're also going to have like a little bit of a I don't know theory discussion about like the chronically ill because a lot of people that are chronically ill are like um have like uh I'm forgetting words they're like psychic or like you know things like that 
like I, I found like a lot of yeah empathetic empathetic people exactly yeah, yeah. so yeah. yeah we're gonna kind of talk about that um and then how to protect yourself too um, yeah. yeah we're supposed to have a, the wonderful afterlife was fun Ooh. to join us yeah uh-huh. well okay so that's the plan for the next episode which would be in two weeks but if afterlife isn't up for it because of like stuff that happened recently um we'll just push it we'll push that episode and wait for afterlife and then we'll we'll just pick up something else for the next episode yeah Yeah. i'm down yeah just sort of like we'll touch base with afterlife next week though let's let's try to plan for the tarot stream that we canceled this last week yes i'm so sorry about that i felt yeah hell you I, needed uh, to not you needed to not you need you needed to preserve your energy yeah well it's good because like we kind of on a whim decided to do it um we didn't even really talk about it in the last podcast episode of ghoulie Locks. so here we are now letting people know we're going to be doing tarot readings live uh we'll do it this thursday probably around the same time that we start here so 7 p.m eastern uh if you want to have a tarot reading done please uh come by into the chat um we'll be like doing you can talk to us on voice in the discord or you can type out your questions or whatever and what we're gonna have is actually Dakiza is gonna join us too as a as a tarot reader um and she's asking sort of the format so like me and Danny we like pull out tarot cards at the same time as we're doing tarot readings for like one of our friends just fucking around and we pull out like a lot of the same cards it's weird <laughs> but <laughs> so i was Stop saying copying to, me <laughs> yeah i was saying to the keys i'm like that's sort of like the method that we're gonna do we're gonna just like we're all just gonna pull our cards out when a question comes up and we'll see what each other's cards say um i'm the sitting there has... messing with my dad <laughs> <laughs> yeah dakiza yeah, has a tarot like camera i did set one up last uh last week um so i'm gonna have like the tarot cards on my uh, desk and what i'm going to do is um I'll, I'll talk to the keys about it too and if you i don't know what you have set up danny but i figure we'll share cameras in like discord and then we'll like put that up on the video um, yeah i got a time and cameras. everything um yeah. i was going to say too uh if any of the guests here uh want to pull or if they have a pendulum they'd like to read for the yes or no i have a pendulum but i, I don't like it i'm not used to it yet it doesn't like me we're we're having relationship issues but <laughs> mm-hmm. then that as well if anybody wants to yeah, yeah. If anyone wants to do pendulum work or anything like that, I yeah. just have my just oracle readings. cards. That's, that's good too, Nevaeh. Yeah. You want to do yeah. some reading? Uh, yeah. If I be there, I have to uh, pick which deck because <laughs> I have right. I have two of them right now. Yeah. Do I do sexual magic or do I do uh, cannabis magic? Honestly, <laughs> honestly, the way that I do it is I have I've got a lot of decks. I. When the person asks questions, I end up reaching for the one that feels most strong for, and I'll start shuffling along with that one. If the situation mm-hmm. is a little more in depth, it's definitely going to be like a regular tarot. But if it's something just they need a little bit of an oomph, I'd go for uh, more the oracle. Yeah. Just, even just to solidify, say like Nevaeh or Flora is doing a reading and stuff like that, and I just feel like they need a little something to give them a broader aspect of a direction, then I'll pull an oracle. Yeah. Love yeah. it. Like, sort of like um we were kind of having fun doing this like me and danny were pulling cards and stuff okay oh, k was with us too and 
-hmm. We just thought it was kind of cool because we were pulling like similar cards and we're like, we should stream this. Even the Oracle like really cards were fitting with the tarot yeah, cards. They were. Like, yeah. Really so, like, surprisingly well. It was pretty good. Yeah. So like that would be entertaining for a stream. I think a lot of people would enjoy kind of watching that. That would be interesting. I also bought a deck too that shows you um, the definition of each card. So like on the camera, the viewer should be able to read it. Hopefully. Um, but yeah, we'll see because it's going to be a little bit. Yeah, my camera's going to be a little bit weird because I think it's going to be kind of like upside down or sideways. I'm going to have to kind of set the cards because my camera's a little bit weird. So. Um, but yeah, we're definitely like for people that also need want the readings done. Um, and I would say probably if we have like the four of us plus uh, Kiza, I would say like we should probably limit that <laughs> that many readers because there's a lot. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, and sort of like free flow it as like the readers. And if you want to pull some cards together with us, pull cards. Um, if just something comes to you, then, you know. Yeah. yeah. So. If, I mean, if you don't feel drawn to the situation and whatnot, then that's yeah. fine. It happens. Like the cards are like, nah, 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 nah. Yeah. Oh, means. Yeah. Okay. So depending on like how many people we have that want to get cards read, we'll either keep it like short, like three card draw. Um, or we'll do an in-depth thing, depending on, like, how many people come in, you know, looking for, uh, things. But we'll do a live on, uh, my channel here. And, I mean, Dakiza's probably going to stream because Dakiza also streams. Um, and what I'll probably do for YouTube is, like, depending on how long it goes or, like, what we're doing, I'll probably, like, split it up into, like, maybe one-hour segments or something. And just, like, upload them as one hour a piece. Because... Yeah, we'll see how it goes. I mean, the other night when we did all the tarot and stuff, like we were, we were also socializing, but we were going for yeah. a long time. We were like socializing for like five hours. So, uh, like, I mean, uh, we were all doing <laughs> readings for each other too. Like it yeah, wasn't. Just... Yeah, and we should do that too. Maybe we can start with that while we're waiting for people to come in. You know, yeah. I dig it. Yeah. Um, yeah. as well, if anybody's kind of more, not really wanting to put out there, want to be a little more anonymous with it, you can reach out to us. I just posted our twitters. Any questions or if you know yeah. us on Discord, just shoot us a message. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can also join um, my Discord too. And if you want to ask like a private question, uh, you know, you can just DM one of us. Um, yeah, and we'll uh, kind of take it from there or whatever. Um, but like it is going to be streamed. So like, you know, private to a point because we're, we're doing this for entertainment for the people watching too. So like. We're happy to help you as well privately, but like uh, your question, we'll we'll try to kind of keep it a little bit vague for the stream. Just keep that in mind, you know. No, or the question will be a little more out there, but your name will be anonymous. But we're going to focus on your name yeah, and yeah. Your energy, well, so. or if you have a question, just DM it to us, and then we'll be like, yeah, we probably shouldn't do that on stream. Like, you know, we'll kind of try to make a call on it, right? Yeah. You can always do some after stream too for the ones that we can't stream. Maybe. Yeah, I don't want to promise any is. of that. Yeah, like I just don't yeah. want to promise any of it because one, we're probably going to be pretty energy drained. Out. Yeah, yeah. Um, and two, like I don't want us to end up with like a a bunch of people like wanting private readings when we're mm -hmm. like, you know, we're trying to encourage public. short public yeah. readings, like fun, you know, a fun little entertainment thing for people to watch. So yeah, people do yeah. that too because I've been in tarot streams and stuff like that and. People just come piling in. Does he love me? Blah, 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 blah. And they just, they don't yeah. accept the answers. They want more. 
Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I don't want anyone to be taking advantage of any of us. Um, cause my mom was, uh, my mom was psychic reading for like a living, like for the good chunk of my life. That's that was her job. Um, so like you do gotta draw a line in the sand at a certain point. Right. So I don't want to like mm -hmm. over promise anyone. Cause I don't want anyone to be like expecting that we're going to be their personal psychic, you know? Yeah. We charge for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Heck yeah. Only psychics. Right. <laughs> Only psychics plus feet picks. Yeah, plus feet picks. Yeah. Oh my god. Alright, alright. Yeah. Alright, yeah. We'll you end guys are beautiful. Here. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Subscribing on YouTube is free and it's a good way to help support us. So please make sure that you do subscribe on the YouTubes. See but, you on the uh, 22nd at 7 yeah. p.m. Yeah, and thank you all for stopping by. Thank you, Nevea again, and KK, and uh, Dekiza as well nice for fun. stopping by. Yeah, it's appreciated. Thanks for having yeah. me. Love you guys. All right. Take Bye. care. Bye. Love you, and thank you, audience, for stopping as well. Thanks Talk for listening to us. Talk, yeah. everyone. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Bye. Bye. Bye.